0: Everyone. And welcome to the latest edition of the anime limited podcast at the time of recording. It is the 2nd of February 2016 And we are back a heck of a lot quicker than we have been for
1: another edition of the podcast
2: Hooray. Oh, Sound excited <laughs> you lousy lot It
1: still smells like fish. Does anybody else smell
2: fish? Are you having a, some kind of variant on a stroke, carry? Oh, <laughs> I don't maybe. smell it anymore We still smell fish sure it's not like maybe bins or
1: something Maybe Maybe what have you been dumping in my pins? <laughs> Andrew?
2: I mean, Nothing. Oh, and
1: fallen behind in the
3: boxes.
2: <laughs> in
1: the here. It's like somebody's put like a shrimp, Ooh. like some prawns behind the heater.
3: Well, one of the Christmas hampers has just like <laughs> fallen and rotted
2: away.
4: Oh, I wouldn't be surprised.
2: One of those out of date cakes that we get in a hamper. Uh, or not as bad as that Evangelion um, tin cake we oh had my in the God. office.
4: Right, it was like oh, it was like stormy whatever, and it was like really can't go in the corner to get a snack. What is there? And then Andrew just pulls out and has covered this Tint. tin that says Evangelion cake on it, and like, we're like, when the hell did that come? It was out? Like I brought it back year, from Japan ago, um,
2: in twenty fourteen.
4: And he like, opens <laughs> the tin, and out falls this most sad looking bit of
2: horror. Sponge. Horror. It wasn't even sponge and then I was anymore. Like,
4: Andrew, that doesn't. What, when did that go out a, trance- a date? And I, I read it and it was you, like, Yeah, it went out a date you, three months ago and I'm yeah, like, I read that. We can't, have you seen it that? Has, has
2: anyone a seen shape? the, the um, terrible Fly Two sequel to the Fly? No, no yes. only Jeff Gold m- m- appearing in one video like recorded video sequence for which they probably didn't pay him the full amount. No
1: gold blue, like,
2: no dice. There's, there's a horrible bit at that, like at the end of that where like just something shuffles out of a transforming machine that basically a sort of a Kill me! I should not be. Moment. That was basically the cake.
4: Mm. And you wanted to eat that.
2: I did not. Once I opened the the tin, I was like, I've opened a monster. So
3: so T L D R, we had bad cake. Yes. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Bad cake is a thing. Feel
4: free to send us like good Good
2: cake. cake. Like like the cowboy bebop. (laughs) No no. The cowboy bebop lobster. There's a children's show in America where (laughs) the guy (laughs) like the, the the guy on the children's show back in the 70s said. Like at the end of the Christmas special, now kids remember to give me your fu- like so to to pick up that funny useless paper in your parents' walls with smiley faces on it, um, like and post it to 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 me, and I'll uh, send you a postcard from Hawaii. Mm-hmm. And basically, he didn't. He was just joking, but he didn't think kids were actually going to start doing it, and they started sending Monopoly money to the studio. First. <laughs> But then they started to actually send actually like, kids were actually taking actual money dollar from pills. the wallet. Wow. Like, uh, more than just dollar bills, I think. <laughs> so the studio oh. had to suspend them for two weeks. I <laughs> wasn't, so don't. I wasn't joking, though. I <laughs> like cake. Cat, oh. likes
4: cake. Cat likes cake. caramel like brownies and, like, biscuits, actually. Yeah.
2: I'm favorite like cake,
4: everyone.
0: What's your favorite cake? <laughs> oh. if, if, you, if you're put on the spotlight right now, favorite cake. Salted, Chocolate.
4: Salted caramel brownies.
0: What if really specific. <laughs> that's very really specific.
4: I, I usually I only I rarely make them but when I do it's usually a special occasion and it's just it's pretty much deaf in a
0: plate, really. For me, good sponge, can't go wrong.
4: Oh Victoria sponge, yeah. Yeah,
0: Victoria sponge, you mm. can't go wrong. That's the, that's, oh, that's green the tea cake. cake.
1: Green tea cake's really nice. Never had it actually.
0: It's
1: really nice. Kerry? Not much of a cake person, but my mom makes a killer apple cake, which is really nice.
3: Ooh. Kerry's like, is Jen a cake?
1: Yeah, it's just, just a cake, right? <laughs> it's, it's shaped like a cake. It I mean, looks maybe. like water, it must be good for you. Hmm.
0: But anyway!
2: I
1: yeah, hope <laughs> you enjoyed that glimpse like that into anime. professionalism.
0: For yeah. yeah. so those of you who have not listened to the show before, I am Jeremy and I am joined in the office studio by.
4: Cat. Never, ever, <laughs> never,
0: never, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that came out on tape right. Never. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell's going on? <laughs> <laughs>
3: I apologise for nothing. Hi, I'm Keith. Kerry. <laughs> what did I <that> just say? <laughs>
0: We've got a lot to talk about in a short time, everybody. So it's a pretty bit of a, of a quick fire edition, lol, of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where that sound came from. <laughs> To begin with, we've made some announcements in the last few weeks. We are gonna be releasing Psychopath Season 2! Ooh! Free Eternal Oh Free Eternal Summer!
4: Uh.
3: No more than ten seconds. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Remember the wrong
3: <laughs> Rage of
0: Bahamut Genesis! Ooh! And Erased.
3: Whoa. Yeah, God, we I have think, really got I to work like, on sounding enthusiastic, yeah, I know, right? I think
1: it's really... I'm like, <laughs> no, seriously, we, we, we are excited, <laughs> we're just yeah. all dead inside, also, that's the problem. It's still morning. I know, it's the morning. Drinking. So yeah, oh, yeah. just to try to
0: give you guys more context, we're actually recording this in the morning. Usually this would be like late afternoon, early evening, we're as you probably gathered awake. from, from mm. past shows, but no, we're doing this in the morning to catch everyone on, on the podcast off guard. So yeah, we've announced those shows. Uh, Andrew... Excited about all of those in general, or does one in particular stand out to you? Um,
2: definitely erased um, because yeah, like I'm a sucker for for good sci-fi. Well, uh, it's kind of sci-fi. It's not. It's it's like Twelve Monkeys kind mm. of like it's the closest thing I could compare it to probably. Mm. I've only that had a chance
0: of, to watch the first episode, uh, and it was really. Bit of Twelve good.
2: Monkeys, bit of Looper, at least in terms of how time works in mm. both. Like, and that's. It's something I've been reading the manga for before the show was announced. Mm. And when it was announced, it was kind of a no-brainer to go after. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've checked out the
0: first episode actually before I knew we had it. And I sort of watched it because I saw people on Twitter going mental over it. And I thought, okay, I should probably give this a watch. Then watched it, posted a couple of tweets saying, oh, it was really good. Came in the office the next morning, told Andrew, i You heard about this show and He's like, oh, yeah, we've got it. Mm. (laughs) It's like, oh, all right fair enough. but we can't announce it but yeah for those of you wanting to check it out it is currently being simulcast to the UK on Crunchyroll and it's really freaking worth checking out do it and when it comes to free Eternal Summer <laughs> at-
2: <laughs> and and Andrew, <laughs> Perry, likes, like she's found a new yeah. she's found a new anime for herself. Andrew, <laughs> Andrew actually said
0: this in our, in our announcement, but it is a show that a lot of people have been coming up to us at conventions and asking about. Yeah. Which, in some ways, was, is quite surprising because you wouldn't necessarily think it may be a show that we would release. But at the same time. I think it's actually a pretty good show. I
2: think it's a perfect example of a uh, sports anime, actually. Mm. And Kerry wouldn't have twelve hugging pillows <laughs> around her desk if she wasn't a big fan of the show. No
1: touching.
2: Yeah, we we, we need
3: to sort out that intervention. Pretty
2: <laughs> yeah, soon. Uh, okay. we can do they, it on the podcast. They, they
4: keep her warm, so. Uh, it's, right.
3: Right. it's like, like Kerry. A, would, yeah, this is actually your intervention. We 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 think you've got a problem with
2: free
1: mm. and hugging
2: pillows to do with free.
1: Mm, okay. Need
2: to <laughs> <put that down>? <laughs> <laughs> When you started laminating, when we worried. Oh, La- really? Aww. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Psych- Psychopath that just gets a look. You guys
0: can't even
1: see.
0: Psychopath season two. Yeah. I'm proper excited about because I really enjoyed season two. Season one was balls to the wall insane. Season two, I think, was a really good follow up. That's going to be coming summertime, right, guys? Memory serves.
3: Ish. We were only doing the schedule yesterday. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think.
4: 2016 I'm going to say people,
0: It's yes, 20. me. <laughs> <So> maybe <laughs> yes. Still finalising, but it's definitely coming and it's going to be good. And just to put this out there now, we know a lot of you have been saying, "Have you got the movie as well?" Short answer: We've only got season two. But if that changes, we'll let you know. In terms of other things we've had to announce recently, for those of you who have been collecting those very snazzy looking Gundam Origin boxes from Japan that we have been doing on limited pre-order, limited time pre-order offers on, on the webshop over the course of the past year, you can now pre-order part three from our webshop. Pre-orders close on the 4th of April 2016. Fulfillment is expected around June 2016, meaning after we've all got back from London Comic Con and have survived. So just the start of it, basically, for June. Yeah. Uh, very, like Before very people,
2: before people think, because like obviously it does come like a, there's a, like I believe there are other sites which uh, like in the US etc. which have the mm-hmm. fulfillment date in like like the last week of May, which as conveniently you guys is as, <laughs> as you guys may know, uh, we we go traveling to London to, to the, the mystical uh,
1: land of London. Oh! Basically, when we get the stock from Japan, we'll turn it around and send it out as soon yeah. as possible.
0: There's going to be a lot of them, because you guys love your origins. Now, in terms of dates and stuff, we have got what has been deemed by me as the Q2 Truffle Shuffle. A bunch of dates have moved. This is just to ensure that we can get them out and make sure we hit those dates, because a lot of stuff is going on here. We're very busy. We want to make sure that every release is as good as it possibly can be. If you go to newswire number 55 at blog.alltheanime.com, you can find all of the dates that have changed there. But a couple you may want to make note of, Zorara Cross 2 show is going to be out on the 25th of April. That's going to include episodes 1 to 12. It'll have the clean opening and ending as on-disc extras. There will also be a 36-page booklet, some stickers, and six postcards in that package as well. That'll be out on the 25th of April. Mm-hmm. Also in April, A Letter to Momo will now be out on the 11th of April. A couple of that we're excited about, but there is loads more to note, so make sure you go to blog.auditanime.com and check out Newswire55 for the info on that.
2: I think it's probably worth tackling the topic of Durauraura as well while we're, we're here and recording as well. Mm-hmm. And like a lot of people have made it very vocal, but they're not super happy that the OVA uh, episode 4.5 isn't being included. Uh just wanted to to say that like a we we hear everyone on that frontier, and if we ever can go back and examine it, we will, but unfortunately, it's just not available just now for like for us um I wouldn't hold it too badly against um people like Aniplex, for example, for it because it very often is something which like o v a episodes are often very difficult to access outside of Japan. In fact, the only reason it's appearing, I would say probably on the, the Aniplex release in the USA is because they have this really difficult challenge which we've covered a hundred times before, I'm pretty sure, about like where they have to try and get as close to the Japanese price as they can to help kind of stop encouraging counter importation. So they have to have something extra to to go in the set. So they have to they've leaned on that because obviously people like us like well more importantly, Kat makes fantastic use of the assets that come out from like from Japan for Durara and it's done a, a great job and she's looking very infused <laughs> at this point actually about it. Um Kat like ob-
3: saves all her excitement <clears throat> for her work.
2: It's true. For delivering um like the collector's edition of Durara Part two. So you've got basically all the stuff that came with the like with the packaging in Japan, physical, like um, like there are some e- like some extracts from the novels which haven't been been included. But that's literally about it, which hasn't. Um, so you've got basically everything that the US does, uh, minus Vova, at a price point that is made possible only by the fact that we have a different region code from Japan, and provides people with a really unmissable opportunity to own the show. And we've started doing early bird pre-orders as well for shows like that, which have really worked actually. It was a really good uptake for the for the sets. So we'll definitely be doing that again in future, and it just helps people like Cat produce a better edition because the closer you get to recouping the cost of producing it, the more people like Cat can get away with, or rather, can get away with me going, "Yeah, all right, we can afford that."
0: The other thing that's worth noting about OVAs, and for all we know there are probably people listening to us who might not be aware. Is that they're not actually classified as part of the original broadcast run. They're actually made separately and more often not, Andrew, and correct me if I'm wrong, they're actually packed in with volumes of the manga in Japan. Uh, there's separate different kinds,
2: that's like a there's a separate kind of category for that. Okay. Particular type one, and they often are related in some way to the plot. Like for example, the Attack on Titan is one's about Levi's past. Oh yeah, um, like, with the most recent like, volumes as well. But like these ones don't have anything to do with the main storyline, so you can enjoy them separately. Uh, I don't know if you had a chance to preview it, actually, Cat, because we looked into the, the episode. I think For... point five for Durara. Uh, yeah. I, I think,
4: think
0: it
2: think expands that. on. Yeah. I think it
0: expands on events from episode four, if memory serves. Yeah, I think mm. so. Like it's. It's
4: kind it's, of just additional knowledge. Mm. It's just a little extra, like tidbit that doesn't
2: like, really take away from stuff,
0: Yeah, right? basically. I mean, the hot, you enjoyed the, the, the hot pot party for those of you who have seen it. Yeah. I mean, you
2: enjoyed the whole show anyway, didn't you, get? Yeah. The
0: show was kind of really good. Too
2: much. Like, I, I do wonder if people, like, like it, it's interesting because it's the first, one of the first simulcast shows from Crunchyroll, for example, where it's been dubbed at the same time. Mm. Like, and I would have thought that that wouldn't play too much of a role like, in people's influence to, to buy or not, but it's interesting to see a lot of people saying, well, you know, like the OVA was one of the main reasons, because it wasn't simulcast, to my knowledge.
0: Another thing to note though, is that only the sub was available to the UK. The yep. dub was locked to America.
2: Oh, so that's another interesting reason then. Um, hmm.
1: Our release will have so, the dub.
2: Yeah.
0: I can assure you of that, because I've <laughs> QC'd <Q-seed>
2: it. <Yeah. laughs> VPNs are magical things though, so I imagine a lot of people use that to, to hop around it. But yeah, like, interesting.
0: Mm. So yeah, Durara Cross 2 show coming 25th of April. You can pre-order it now. And we should be able to show you guys exactly what the entire release will look like very soon. We're just waiting for approvals to come back on, aren't we,
2: Andrew? Yeah, like we're about more cat who's waiting for the approvals, I think.
4: Yeah, fingers crossed that that's the final rounds now. I saw
2: you'd added a wee twist to the design compared to the US where it looks a little more colourful.
4: Yeah, I just thought, like, the last packaging that... Because I did the last one for Durara, like, for the first season... It was quite um, bright and colourful and like, you know, it was white with the sort of red, yellow and blue and then for this one, it was um, the original key art, so kind of dark grey backgrounds and that. It feels a bit more mature, so I kind of just wanted to add a little bit of splash, like a little splash of colour into it but still keep it that kind of more darker, mature kind of tone Mm. for it because It does feel like the second season has kind of like grown since the first, Mm. so you kind of want to reflect on that in the packaging. So when it's on the shelf, it's like, oh, this is the beginnings of the the Mm. series and the first season, and then if you have the second season, it's like, well, you know the characters by now, so it's kind of just more
0: in depth.
4: Yeah, more in depth.
0: Mm. It's interesting as well because I'm agreeing with what you're saying. We're not going to delve into spoilers here, people, but but cross two show, it does feel a lot more mature yet. I mean, how many years has it been in between productions? About ten. ten. Yeah, so it's about ten years in between production, well, but... Actually, it, and
4: there's a difference uh, too. Uh, like it about, time, isn't it? Uh,
0: between eight to ten years actually. A good was, few years at the, very, at the very least. And in the continuity of the story, it takes place six months after. And a lot of character relationships have changed, a lot of things have evolved, so it does as you say, Cat, feel a lot more mature in the way the story plays out. It yeah. gets proper dark
2: in some places as well.
4: It's a different studio doing it as well,
2: isn't it? It's <clears> kind <throat> of the same people though. They've created oh, a separate right. studio. Stu- um, Shuka is basically made up of old brains-based people who were dedicating their time to working on uh, on Durarara and I'm very interested to see what they'll do next actually yeah, after that. Cause a, to...
4: The style of the show is like Familiar, but slightly different. Yeah, and again, it kind of goes along that line of mature, so to speak. It's yeah. developed since the first season. I wish they'd done a
2: second season of Bacano.
4: <laughs> I've not old. finished that yet, so. Oh, really <laughs> yeah, good. It's, it's really good. good you it deserves. Yeah, it.
2: But you could I do really at least a couple it. more OVAs, like because the books keep on going. Like Derraro, the books keep on going.
4: I actually find Bacano less confusing than Derraro, mm. but that's just me. I think because of the time it's set in and the. Not that Dorara's characters aren't memorable, but in Bicano they're yeah. really distinct, distinguished yeah. from each other and, like, mm. yeah, they've got so much personality.
1: Some people, um, I, I've seen complaints, or not, not really complaints, but some people had a hard time following Bicano, And I think because it does jump around time of yeah, but part the, is the, confusing. the thing is, like, it's one of those things that if you just <coughs> watch a few episodes and just pay attention, it all mm. just kind of like you have to give it a little bit, but it's definitely worth it. It's really, really interesting. And then it and all kind of makes it. And it is really surprisingly violent. Yeah. <laughs> like really, like, Andrew said, oh Karen yeah, it's pretty so violent. Happy. And I'm like, oh yeah, whatever, We've got a higher
3: it's rating fine. than Ghoul, didn't it? Yeah, yeah 18,
1: 18, yeah. And I was surprised about that. And I was just like, yeah, okay, whatever, and the style is nice. And I didn't expect it to be, like, actually make me kind of... Um, put my hands in front of my eyes because I, I have a, <laughs> I have a thing about eyeballs and I'm just gonna stop right there but, oh no so I can't I can't even deal Tung so yeah um, it's it's I I think I it's one of um, it's a really great show and I really enjoyed it so yeah that's another one to, to watch out for but yeah I wish there was a second season of Picano as well because it, it was really good I get why Andrew loves it so much good.
0: Cool. So, now, everybody, we're going to move on to something a little bit different. Because one thing that we've noticed is occasionally stemming from questions that we get or just how discussions flow and such, we end up in the case of Durara just now. We sort of talked a bit more in-depth about it. We, we wanted to be able to focus a bit more in-depth on, on certain anime, be it a title of our own or a title that's out of print that we just really love, or maybe a title from a different distributor. Just a chance for us to almost unwind a little bit and just... Be fans in a way a bit more and just discuss a show. So, we're having what we are calling the AL Club. Yes, that is how how creative we get with our naming here. The AL Club, as opposed to the AV Club, in case those of you are wondering. So, for is, the there first... a,
3: is there a jingle for that? Is there going to be a
0: jingle? Andrew, you got an app? Make a jingle.
2: No, I'm too busy thinking. Well, like, like in Glasgow, there's another term which is similar to AL, which is VL. Um, like I keep thinking of that instead, so it, it keeps entertaining me. it's completely innocent school ground stuff but well, what does VL mean for those of us who aren't acquainted with Glasgow <laughs> vernacular? like it's basically you know how like like when you're a kid you'd put like like pe- maybe it's in the UK or just in Scotland you you know put your hand above it. Like someone's head and go like keep counting and be like oh that's how many girlfriends or boyfriends you're going to have and it when you're a kid that's kind of <laughs> like cats laughing at me you see okay, like okay, it's like maybe it's just a southwest scotland
4: thing
1: it's
0: the problem yeah. I have is that I've always been taller than everybody else so that never happened to me and that probably explains why I'm single oh.
3: oh. So anyway, the AL Club. So anyway,
0: the AL Club, everybody. We wanted to keep it more in-house for the beginning, for this first edition of it. And also so that Kerry can have her obligatory oh, gushing Jesus. over a particular series. So today we are <laughs> we putting the focus like we're putting this the focus ridiculous. on the AL prime title in many people's eyes, Space Dandy. Woo! So what what I wanted to do first of all was sort of go back a bit to the beginning on this. So Andrew. You, out of all of us, you were definitely the first person to be aware of Space Dandy. So, when was it first brought to your attention about the show in general, and when were you first made aware of it? Is there a story behind it at all? Uh,
2: yes, actually, it was like presented to a lot of us actually, mm. like in advance of it being announced to everyone. It was kind of mint It was like the old team back together. Bones, um, like who mostly like a lot of them were involved in Virtual Cowboy Bebop. Uh, Shinshiro Watanabe a great mix of music, Yoko Kano was back it wasn't quite billed like it actually turned out but I feel that the, the difference actually worked in everyone's favour, it was built as sci-fi co- like it was built as more comedy than, than Cowboy Bebop but it'd the episodic nature was a little bit more in the air at the time I think, and actually it worked a lot better, Like it, it, the way it evolved was more like a festival of animation by the end and like it's But, like, it's worked pretty interestingly, I have to say. It's one of my, like, one of my personal favourite shows, actually, because of the the varying different influences in it. And, like, the all-star team that basically put it together.
1: I actually remember when Andrew came back from Japan with, um... uh, What do you call it? Like a... A
0: A pack? Yeah. Kind of
1: thing? Kind of, where basically the studios, yeah, are trying to, like, sell the the, the show. And he was explaining it to me, and he was saying uh, that... I remember him being very excited about the fact that each episode had a different director, and it was so unusual, and it was kind of, each director's, like, going to be given a chance to put their own kind of fingerprint on it and everything, and I remember him being quite excited about it, um, so, and I remember reading it and going, Space Cat, like, what the hell? (laughs) (laughs) So it was a bit like... Right. Okay. Um, but like when we, like then the show came around and it was pretty great. So, but I just remember him coming back and saying this is this is really different and unusual and um, and he was pretty psyched about it.
0: So, when you actually saw it then, what were your first impressions?
1: It was different. because um,
4: everyone was like going on about it or had heard rumors. Everyone was like, "Oh, it's going to be like um cowboy bebop because it's set in the same universe, you know, with the Woolongs and mm-hmm. all that." And then you kind of watch it and it's just so comedically different like the mm-hmm. humor is so like slapstick in some places and like really just it's because it's set like is it not thousands of years in the future so obviously everything has changed so it kind of gives them the creative freedom to just basically well here is the world and it doesn't have to be like people at all it's just set in space but and then obviously because like dandy is just just crazy like f- fl- floundering around and like yeah and like you kind of think because I remember seeing the the dossier thing as well, mm-hmm. and was just thinking like, how are these characters going to like translate on screen? Because you read it, the mm-hmm. description, you're like, oh, like Honey, she's like the kind of blonde like character airhead mm-hmm. to like stereotype, and then you you see it on screen, and you're actually like, oh yeah, no, that's fine, that's okay, because it's in yeah. the the context there's, of the world, it's like it. boobies, and, yeah. so it's a sort of um, it's meant to be like hooters and all that, and then yeah, it just works well, and like every it's just so unusual because it's so colourful, like all the aliens and everything because it isn't like um, Bebop at all where it felt more kind of confined the worlds are very like, you know, like in the first world in Bebop it's quite desert and all that so it's all like kind of I can't even explain it not that they look boring or plain but it's just there's less like aliens Mm. it felt like there's less aliens in Bebop so
0: it feels more populated yeah and
4: I think and I don't I I can't quite remember the history of like Earth. Bebop but it's like well, isn't Bebop, humanity just like
3: Bebop's a very human centric universe because yeah. we haven't really we haven't really travelled much beyond. We yeah, haven't yeah, travelled beyond, beyond our own solar system yeah. at that point. And we're a little bit messed up because Earth is only semi-habitable due to that gate yeah. disaster.
4: I love the the I love the, that episode in Bebop That's when um, they go and find yeah. the VCR player, or and it's like, oh, you got the wrong one, and they go in oh. the museum and it's all the, I like, artifacts. I love artifacts.
1: that because there's, like, the guy in the in the um, VCR shop is watching um, old episodes of N- uh, Beverly Hills 90210, which I used to love watching was a kid. That just shows you how old I am, kids. Um, and like, and there's an actual scene playing on and there's oh, yeah, all there's these little saying. references, um, and then like the executive producer and you know it's misspelled like on purpose obviously Shannon Doherty and Jason Priestley and stuff like that, so that actually tickled yeah, me. Um, like, And I was just like, oh my god, love this! It's so a yeah. 90210 check, like, so in Bebop.
4: Bebop feels more human, and then when you get to Dandy it's just like, aliens! Everywhere, mm. different designs. Very diverse. Everyone, yeah. every director was like, "You can make a world as long mm-hmm. as it fits in the whole space theme. Mm-hmm. Then you can just go crazy and like it really works. It really works for mm-hmm. that series. I like the
1: variety mm-hmm. of aliens as well. Yeah, it's, not it's like just, one type but they've and all, all, got all got their all own humanoid. backstories and things. There's yeah. a
2: lot of design involved in that as well. So
1: much, like that's why a lot of thought going into it. Yeah, yeah, the art books are great to have in the collector's editions just because it goes into a lot of the aliens there's a lot of work that went on designing them and they're mm. only on the screen for a split second in the background. You know, it's like there's yeah. so much tiny mm. detail that, like, people slaved over and you only, you barely see it. Mm. It's worth multiple watches just for that.
0: Mm. There's so much variety in the show. And yeah. in, in essence, it's almost, in a weird way, it's like a variety show mm-hmm. because of the episodic nature, how, how diverse the entire universe is. Mm. It is in many ways you could call it a variety show almost, but the thing that I, going back to what you were saying about how you know, there's so much to it compared to like what was on Earth and when it was more human, I kind of liken it to, and you guys may or may not have seen this, Welcome to the Space Show, which is a movie by know, A1 Pictures, which yes. uh, was released by Manga, English dub was commissioned by Manga UK as well actually, and it's the idea that on Earth it's still just Earth, they don't know there's anything out there. And these kids get take Like, they find this injured dog who turns out to be an alien and says, oh, l- let me make it up to you for taking care of me. I'll take you on a journey. Hmm. And they go off into space and you suddenly discover that when you get past the moon, there's so much other stuff.
3: And then it turns so out like... take that, that Fermi paradox.
0: <laughs> they're literally. So it, it's kind of like that. And I remember the, when I watched the first episode, because it was simulcasting over here on, on Wackening, wasn't it, Andrew? Yes, yes, it was. Yeah, I remember watching the first episode and... I was really excited that there was the dub to go alongside it as well because you never got something, as I phrase it, mm-hmm. simul dubbed.
2: Mm-hmm. And it
0: was really cool that that was actually happening. And in the first episode, when essentially the characters get killed off at the end, I was. I like oh. Well, first episode. But it was just really confusing. I was just like, huh, alright. I want to know where this goes next. Yeah. But I loved there was no
3: episode 2 exactly but I, I, loved I
0: loved the comedy I loved the comedy I loved everything it mixed in just subtle references of different sci-fi there's so much to it that really made it worthwhile and admittedly in the office in the run up to us releasing season 2 Kat was berating all of us for not having watched <laughs> season 2 and we were like oh we'll get to it go. we've got to QC it because there was so much going on and then when Kerry and I both QC'd it we were like "Cat, oh
4: <laughs> yeah, it's because I feel that the characters really come into their own in season two. Mm-hmm. Like, there's some episodes where not even um, Meow and QT are in them and it's just dandy and it really develops his yeah. character. Because when you watch some of the first season you're like, oh you're never really going to become attached to these characters because you know, things keep happening to them, it's all comedic. But then you kind of get into second season and it kind of just gets more in depth and like, more emotional and more catchy. The first season the Meow
3: episode, when he visits home, that was pretty... Oh, yeah,
4: and that one, yeah. But that was kind of near the end of that arc, though. Yeah. It's like, it's like near the end of that, um... Isn't that like a couple of it's before the QT won the final ep Mm -hmm. of that season? Mm -hmm. So it's kind of near the end, but at the start, when your first impressions, Mm -hmm. you're like, okay, these characters, and then, um... But then in the second season, there's just like one episode of like you find out more about like Honey and she's not actually like what you thought she was mm-hmm. at the start and things like that and it's just and then like when you watch the finale and it just in a way it like I don't want to spoil it but in a way it just mirrors kind of what you saw at the start. I think that the but it yeah. kind of flips it on its head.
1: the The thing about the end is like a lot of people have come well. A lot of people didn't appreciate the completely standalone nature of each of the episodes. Yeah, mm. but if you stick with it and watch it till the it end all of episode, uh, season two, it all makes sense. It yeah, you, you get it. Yeah. There is there is something, and you're like, that was seriously fucking clever. Yeah, um, and I like that there's absolutely no hint of anything going throughout. And like when I first watched season uh, uh, episode one. Um, I kind of, I really dug the fact that they died at the end, um, and, like, you watch and then you, the, when a series starts off with that kind of beginning, mm. you just gotta let go, don't expect anything, don't try to stick to a, 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 a straight narrative in your mind, just watch it, enjoy it for what it is. And then, you know, enjoy each and every episode, and then at the very end of season two, you're just like, damn, man, that was that was so good. And you're a little bit sad that it's ended because mm. you enjoyed it so much. It's like finishing a really good book, and you're a little bit sad at the end. So, yeah, I really... I, I think one of the things I really liked about it was, besides the fact that it was so bright and insanely colourful, and there's all this design to it, the, the dub is phenomenal, the, like, the Japanese is like, obviously phenomenal as well, um, and especially in season two, there, yeah, it's all very comedy and everybody's a bit of a bonehead, but then, actually, there's more to each of the characters, mm. and I, I actually like the darker episodes, there's, like, the limbo episode, which oh is God. so oh. deep, and, like, more than you would expect, and I like the one with the, the ukulele. Oh, the yeah. ukulele. Oh, that's, that's the second that's episode. Yeah, that's yeah. a little bit creepy but it's kind of amazing at the same time as well so there's there's a lot of depth to it that you at first glance you think right this is just a silly show but there's more to it and i i like the fact that it's not sort of traditional anime series plus the soundtrack is the absolute bomb i was actually
0: about to mention that one thing that really 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 adds to the show is the soundtrack when that when watching episode one because that really does set the tone for your viewing experience When it starts off with that little intro that's just space dandy, he's a dandy guy <laughs> in, space. in space. Just I laughed oh. so hard, and when that came it, on and just yeah. watching this, and then the opening theme kicked in,
1: just my like favorite, yeah, I'm in. My favorite bit of music is at the end of episode one. That um, it sounds oh
4: do 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 do, and then it's all like kind of. it
1: sounded like at the time?
4: Amazing like guitar rift thing going on.
1: Yeah, it's it's really kind of funkadelic, really yeah. interesting, a little bit parliamenty sort of. I, do, I, I that is like my favorite bit of the music, and got to have some interesting conversations about sort of the influence, um, and and the style. So it's like it's very very heavily concentrated seventies and early eighties disco funk, um, electro, kind of. All the, all, the, all the awesome stuff. So, mm. yeah. My favourite
4: track was the one I used for the trailer. That, yeah, that was you know, really the, cool. Because the, they play it in the... I can't remember what app they play it in. What?
2: Episode 1.
4: Oh yeah, it's in the first mm. step when they. Oh
2: yeah, in the opening boogie scene. He's like, trying
4: to like, hit mm. on her and then like turns around and they're all dancing, because it's mm. like dancing or whatever. Yeah,
2: happy
0: hour. Happy so, if you've got to pick an episode that stands out from the pack, what would you go with? For me, but this is probably because I'm just a massive rock and metal fan, I would have to go with the rock and roll episode. Because although it's not really a space adventure, just how... Going back to what I said earlier about it being a variety show, when you, you're you watching all these episodes and different kind of space adventures, and suddenly he wants to form a rock and roll band with some guy who's just randomly found him in a pub, and it turns out he he is the leader of something pretty significant. It's like... How how do you think of that? And then the song that came about it, and just the way the characters play off each other. I love that episode so much. And actually, Andrew, when you when you were able to screen that episode along with the zombie episode of Memory Serves at Scott and loves anime a, a year or two back, it was such a cool experience to see that on the big screen. And that's actually the first time I saw the episode, so it might be why it sticks out in my mind quite a bit.
2: It is a pretty memorable one, I'd say. Mr. Keith,
0: uh, any episode that stands out to you the most of Space Dandy, or one that's most memorable memorable to you?
3: Oh, this is going to be quite awkward because I haven't actually finished watching all of the show yet. Really? Yeah, I've only. I'm about one episode away from completing season one, so I haven't mm. seen any of the season two stuff. But of the stuff I've seen so far, I don't know, there's, there's there's several I like for different reasons. I like the one where on. Uh, on the cat's homeworld, that was quite uh, quite touching in its own way. Mm. And actually, the one on the plant planet—that was just really unusual.
1: I love that one. Yeah, I just really that liked so that. And the soundtrack on that episode is so good. Yeah,
3: that was just so very, very different. Because there's some—I don't know. I've been enjoying how. Because when I first started watching Dandy, I wasn't quite too taken with it. I like a bit more narrative in mm-hmm. the show as I watch. But as it's gone on, I've liked what they've been able to do with some of it. And there's some quite interesting. Because I'm a bit of a sci-fi nerd as mm-hmm. well. There's some. There's some quite good quality sci-fi that gets dropped in there as well mm-hmm. on occasion. So I'm just I'm looking forward to watching the rest, but at the moment I have to go with those plus a shout out to the zombie episode because mm-hmm. that is mm-hmm. actually hilarious. Another, I think that's another thing you just
0: sort of brought it up there. How sort of the episodic nature of it. Another thing, when while it was airing, I'm sure you remember this as well, Kerry. That the, the discussion online, mm-hmm. there was a lot of it going like, "Where's this going to lead to? Mm-hmm. Like, there's got be, there's when's the pin going to drop? What's going to be the thing that mm-hmm. just ch- that makes it go
3: left?
1: Very, and, very end. Yeah, <laughs>
3: very and, end. Well, I've got some theories on that, which I will see if they bear fruition when I once I yeah. finish watching it all. Mm. But I,
0: I think that's also one of the, the really strong parts of Space Dandy, mm. because it is a show that, when you look back on it, if you were watching it week to week, mm-hmm. rather than, say, blitz-watching it or doing a couple of episodes at a time, as a weekly watch, it's so you can just jump in and jump out. Mm-hmm. And it's really good for that. And if you just fancy, oh, I just want to watch something, let's just pick a random episode of Space Dandy, um, that one. Mm-hmm.
3: And so that, then, that's kind of handy with my schedule at the moment. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: Yeah, likewise, but so uh, that's another thing that I really love about Dandy, is just how you can pretty much, you, in essence, it makes you wonder if you could watch it in virtually any order, and then get to the final bit. Yeah, it would be interesting yeah. to see how that would impact your enjoyment of it, just yeah. thinking about it. If anyone's done that listening to this, do let us know, and also, while, um, while we're going to be getting ready to hear what Andrew's favourite episode is, I do want to say that this is also a-, a segment where we want you guys to become involved in it as well. So we've been talking about Space Dandy, but we also want to hear your favourite episode or something that stands out to you in Dandy as well. Mm-hmm. So do tweet us, at all the anime and include the tag Ask anime limited, and I'll figure out if it's a question or not, because there won't be a question mark on the end. And tell us your Dandy thoughts, or if you want to send them to us on Facebook, you can. Or heck, if you want to just email them to me and just say Podcast AL Club or something, put, put something like that in the title, at jeremy@alltheanime.com fire them over to me and I'll correlate them and uh, and we'll get to as many of them as we can on the next podcast
3: seriously I want a jingle
0: for AL Club if anyone wants to create a jingle that they're happy for us to just use whenever we'll give you a shout out and say you made it but uh, yeah if you want to create a jingle you're all welcome to just keep it clean
3: really? oh yeah you'll get exposure come on (laughs) (laughs) I don't know we'll talk with Andrew maybe we can do some kind of prize if we get a good one
2: Prizes.
3: Jingles win prizes. Yeah. I
2: don't
3: know because there's nothing else. Yeah, give us free work because yeah for the exposure. That's a bullshit line. Never <laughs> fall for that. If somebody wants your work, they can pay for it. Remember yeah. that.
0: So Andrew, with that being said, and people now thinking what their favourite Dandy moments are going to be, what's a favourite episode for you of Dandy?
2: Uh, for me, it would be the musical episode in <laughs> the second season, the high school musical one. Basically, it's just a great riff on a lot of '80s and '90s films. Um, and there's a lot of references thrown in there which really work for me actually to be honest um, The director might be familiar to some people as well actually, so I I Leave it to you to look up the, the direct on that one and um, tell me the link, but it's a good one It's because Andy doesn't actually know <laughs>
1: he, actually, he actually used to come in and sing the songs in that episode all the damn freaking time! It I just was used to play up.
2: them on YouTube all the time.
1: Yeah, he was just or, like, in all and seeing everything. Or, like, on the, 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 the
2: DVDs, so actually, to be great. honest.
0: Genuinely, this is... I'm very curious about this, because yeah. of how much you enjoyed the show. I love
1: that show. I'm
0: really curious to know what your favourite episode is. So, what is Kerry's favorite episode of space dandy
1: i love this show so damn freaking much i don't actually have a favorite episode what a
0: cop-out
1: but <laughs> no I, I will give you a list of my favorite episodes okay how many are we uh, talking about there here? are a, a few so I mean, is this friend,
3: like kerry's top five like like? every episode yeah. bar one
0: okay so, yeah. so kerry's top five in no particular order
1: yeah i don't know if there's five It might be more um the, 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 <laughs> the reason this is a bit of a cop-out is because i like them for different reasons Okay. So obviously episode 1 just because you're like, what the actual fuck is going on? And the end and you're like, this is mental, right? Um I really really love the Limbo Planet one just because it's it's so beautifully done. It's kind of dark and it's just there's a there's a depth to it that particular episode and to Dandy in that episode. Especially at the very end, that is pretty phenomenal. Um, I like the ukulele dude one just because it's kind of a little unsettling, um, and I like that. And I really like the um, the lovers are trendy episode. How many am I now? Three, four. Um, is that almost Scarlet? Yeah. Yeah. Just because, and and then there's a character who's basically Dolph Lundgren in it, which is yeah, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I just thought that was really nicely done, um, and it's like proper old school rom-com silliness. Um, and I really love the Disco Planet one. Love that one because the soundtrack's aces in it. But yeah. It's I also
0: the, uh, the cover art that was used for our season one and two collection yes. on DVD.
1: Ah, oh, and the thing, my favorite cover art, obviously I've said this before and I'll say it again, um, was a Japanese, one of the Japanese cover arts and it's, it's included in the postcards in season two, like the collector's edition season two. It's the one where Meow is dressed up as Devo.
3: Awesome! <laughs> I've had so. a
1: long, nerdy conversation about that, and um, obviously, Dandy's outfit. Um, so yeah, yeah! So you get a diva reference, and yeah, it's just it's just all all pretty great, but those are my favourite episodes. Obviously, the Edinburgh Castle one is, is quite hilarious, because I was told that, okay, the, the spaceship is called the Edinburgh, and, you know, it's all referenced, and you're like, okay, great, so you expect it to look like a spaceship. Um not the freaking castle itself so that kind of made me laugh a lot uh, but yeah, it's such a such a good show and the dub is so good and Meow is great and it was it was great fun promoting that um all of last year basically we we had a lot of dandy guests and we had we, a even dandy had time. To, we had a dandy time. we also had uh like Bandai very kindly allowed us to borrow their meow costume <laughs> which Cat got to wear a lot
3: she loved that she did
1: really love that um so I think,
0: that I was think, really fun i think i uploaded it to our instagram at some point yeah. or maybe on facebook as a throwback mm-hmm. but there's that moment where Kat as meow in this massive costume meets a dalek at comic-con yeah
1: that's and Com- it's just it's,
0: it's like two two worlds that you don't think will collide i
1: actually have a great picture of um meow cat in the meow costume with uh shinichiro wasanabe at the signing booth so and then and where she was giving him like a like signed card as well mm. um yeah it, it was it was really good fun we got to meet a lot of the people who worked on dandy as well so you got to hear all the different stories mm. um and it was it was so much fun it's such a fun show it's just so different from everything and it's just so it's just Take it for what it is and just have a great time, and enjoy it because I, I sure sure shit did. <laughs> it's good fun. So joke's <laughs> amazing.
0: And I, I it's probably a good way to end this edition of the AL Club on the podcast. I think is probably worth mentioning a very fun tidbit when it comes to season two of Space Dandy in regard to when Mr. Watanabe was here in Scotland mm-hmm. and how maybe his maybe how his business trip was in became part of the show itself. Mm. Is it fair
2: mentioning that, Andrew? Well, I think it's fair. Like yeah, I think I it's safe to say that there is a a like an episode where the Castle Edinburgh is a spaceship and it looks very much, you have been to Edinburgh Castle, it looks very much like that, I would say.
0: And where conveniently, no doubt, Mr. Watanabe may have been on a business trip of his?
1: been on a business trip and maybe went for a walk.
0: We can't mm. possibly say, can we? Mm. Not at all. So, uh, again, the idea of this segment isn't going to be just to shell our own titles. We're going to be doing out-of-print ones, ones from other distributors at some point. But uh, what one thing we will always tell you is whether you can get it or not. And, obviously, Space Dandy is available now. Mm-hmm. Who but, from? From Anime <laughs> Limited. <laughs> it's on DVD and Blu-ray, both Season 1 and Season 2. And and it is also still on Netflix as well, if you want to sample it on there. Both dub and sub, right? Yep.
1: Yeah, but, but oh, oh. if you have a DVD player, um, Blu-ray player, it's super amazing to watch on blu-ray like honest it to god, is beautiful
3: it's I, fi- so I fired gorgeous. up my season two disc just have a look the other day and i was like god damn it
1: looks so 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 good on blu-ray and um i'm not just trying to show you the collector's edition because that's my job but also the collector's edition does come with amazing art books that have like so much detail so many drawings so much art it's it's really
0: great. And also, the actual cover art for Season 2 was commissioned exclusively for our release, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Specially commissioned and is pretty fantastic.
0: So with that being said everybody, we're signing out now. We're hopefully going to have a podcast again before the end of the month. It might be sooner, might be later. We'll mm-hmm. wait and find out. So from myself, Jeremy, from Cat, Keith, Andrew and Kerry, we've been Team Anime Limited signing out until next time.
3: Bye. Ciao. Bye. Bye everyone.